to be with Jeremy, James Devine, <laughs> Matthew, my brother, my sister. Whoa. It was a real That's insane. Family. Was it stressful? No. So many people. But everyone really got along. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, everyone just, it was really easy. Did you swim? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, In the ocean? In the ocean. Okay. It was not, so the when we got in on Wednesday, I was like, it's cold. Yeah. And then I was like, but you know what? I have to do it. So I keep mixing up these. One time I was in Miami in the winter. Well, a couple of times I've been there. And, and also one time I was in Hawaii in the winter and I mix up those two experiences. Why are you in Hawaii? For a wedding. Who's? Noelani Pantastico. I don't know. She was my roommate when I lived in Seattle. Wow. She's a principal dancer at PMB. But I want to go to Hawaii. Did you love it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was one of those weird things where I was there. I just went by myself. Uh-huh. Like, and I only knew like one or two other people at the wedding. Oh. Uh-huh. Because not a lot of people went because it was in Honolulu or right. whatever. And. <laughs> this is a weird story. Okay, I went to this one. It might have even been in the summer, but I do remember just like walking down the street and being like, oh, there's the beach. And I just like took off my clothes and went in the ocean. And it was hot, like the bath. Ah, uh, that sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, but that's not how the ocean is in Florida. It's not no, quite that hot. No, no, this was this was cold. And there were uh, a lot of man of war every... There's a jellyfish? A lethal jellyfish. Okay. Yeah, it's like... You get stung by that, you might have to go to the ER. I have like been stung blue. by a jellyfish in Miami. But probably not a man of war. I don't know. They're like blue, purple. They look like these really beautiful blue, purple balloons mm-hmm. on the shore. And we're swimming, there was a bunch, and they had the flag up being like, don't get in. And I was mm-hmm. like, I have to get in. And I looked down the shore, and there was a guy trying to scoop sand under one to throw it back into the ocean where his kids were swimming. And he did, he did it while I ran down the beach going, stop. And I was like, don't, don't touch them. And And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, they're not, they're, he was like, oh, like I got nicked by it and it burns really bad. I said, yeah, it really would. It really was. It really was. And And then I peed peed on his hand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, kneel down. Do you want to hear a funny story about that Hawaii trip? Yeah. I don't know if it's funny or actually incredibly sad, but I, <laughs> I was I was quite young when this happened, and I 
the basically the only other person I knew at this wedding was a, a man named Jeff Stanton who had been a principal dancer at PNB when I was there, and I was obsessed with him, uh-huh. absolutely obsessed. Uh-huh. And I not only I like saw him as my future, but I also uh-huh. saw him as like my husband. But you I saw him as your future and your future husband. That's right. Uh-huh. But. Um, like, I'm not just going to marry you. I'm going to be you. I'm going to be you. Right, 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 yeah, right. So it's this one. weird kind of uh-huh. infatuation. Uh-huh. And I, like, barely... I didn't know him, uh-huh. really. I mean, uh-huh. I, like... We Those are the people we're infatuated with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not infatuated with someone when you know them. You yeah. Know I mean? And then you're like, oh, okay, well, like... Mm-hmm. But I got to this wedding, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is, <laughs> this is it. Like, we are... I'm going to catch the bouquet. No, yeah, no, uh-huh. no, no. Like, we're going to fall in love. Well, I'm here. Oh, we're going to get together. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I was staying in a hostel the first couple nights and I, and then the wedding happened. And then the last day there was like a party on the beach with her family and I was there. And then, um, Jeff was like, oh, I'm staying at this place. And I was like, oh, I'm my planes later leaving tonight or whatever. And then somehow I finagled it or he offered or something happened where he was like, oh, you can just stay with me tonight if you want to leave later. And I was like... Call me by your name. Like, I mean, happening. And so I changed my plane ticket. And then Jeff and I spent like the whole evening and I slept in his hotel room into the next day. And he took me to the airport because he had a rental car. And it could not have been more chaste. Uh-huh. Barely touched hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, but it was nice. We got to like, I got to hear about his life. She made him more of a person mm-hmm. and less of like a God. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so that was great. And I know that I told you that was going to be a funny story, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, because it was a sad story. What ended up happening with him? He finished out his career in Seattle, became a ballet master at Port Oregon Ballet Theater. And is he married? Is I don't know. He... Well, but I'd be happy to see him again. He's lovely. Jeff Stanton, if you're listening, say hey. I was obsessed, you guys. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I mean, that's what happens, especially when we're young. We're like, you know, just breathtaking with someone, you yeah. know? And then you get older and you're like, oh, okay. And you're like, everyone's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you get older and you're like, everyone's sad. That's really it. Um, yeah. Wait, what was I going to tell you? I saw some things. Oh, okay. Okay, I saw some things. Okay. One of which involves something we that the listeners will be hearing about later, which is liturgical dance, uh-huh. um, because there is an amazing liturgical dance scene in a very good movie called Leave No Trace, which is, I think you can watch it on Amazon Prime or something. Okay. But it's one of those movies where you're like, the Oscars are rigged because like there's so many really good movies with great performances that just like no one cares about. Hmm. And you're just like, but then like Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born are nominated for all the awards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is a joke. Well, songs, big songs, big feelings. Do you know what I mean? Big songs, big feelings? Big songs, big feelings. When people really like it. And then one of the things, I did see one of the nominated movies or nominated, I don't know if the movie's nominated, but Glenn Close is nominated for The Wife. Oh, did you watch it? And I saw The Wife. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want you to tell me about it. I, okay, but it's a movie which is like a play. So it's like acting. Theater, Capital A. Theater acting theater. in a movie. I love, sometimes I love theater movie in an acting. Everybody's I mean, theater doing movie. theater movie acting and oh. everything looks like a play. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if it was a play first. No, oh, it was okay. a book. Um, on the plane, I watched Mamma Mia 2. <gasps> yes, that is a movie. It I've was seen. so good. It's so bad. It was, no, I really, 
I really liked it. That's I mean, weird. maybe it was because I was just about to turn That's 40 weird. and I was having lots of feelings. I do love that girl, Cinderella, who played Meryl Streep Young. Oh, she's so good. You know, she's playing Eve in Evo Van Hove's upcoming All About Eve oh, with Gillian Anderson. She's so good. She's so good. So I loved Mamma Mia too. I really, I did, I, I love Christine Bransky. She's so great. I mean, I when they're singing the song and she takes like time to like sip her wine or put it like a little line in. Um, I also watched Notorious uh, RBG. RBG. How was that? So good. Is it sad? Oh, I cried really hard. Are we really scared about her health? Um, I am. I am. Yeah. That's bad. I I am. She's, it's really like. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, so there's watch Leave No Trace. Leave No Trace. So good. And then I'll watch The Wife and we can talk about what theater acting is in movies. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. What? Wow. Have you seen um, Can You Forgive Me? Yes. I can't wait to watch that. It's I have that good. screener. Yes, you have your We DVD. took all these screeners with us to Maine, but we just, I didn't well, want to be in the hotel room. How did you plan on watching them? On a laptop with a DVD player. You have a laptop with a DVD player. No, we bought a DVD player to plug oh, into the laptop. Oh, I was like, I mean? much ado about nothing. This whole shtick last week was No, no, no. We had to buy the DVD player. But we were, we were out too much. And thank you, Patty Delgado, for restaurant recommendations. Where did you go? Well, one was from um, another friend of mine. We went to this amazing vegan restaurant oh, called nice. Soul Tavern. Okay. Because my sister just switched to vegan, and I felt like... You know, I vegans always have to figure out what they're going to eat around everyone else. So I thought, why don't we all f- just eat what she can eat? Tonight? That's nice. And it was so good. That was really Did great. You go and then we went to Lucali's uh, for pizza. No, I didn't want pizza. Oh, it's I so just, good. I know, but I didn't. Want Did you pizza. go to that amazing sandwich stand? No. Okay. But we went to David's Cafecito, which was really good. Which is a Cuban know. restaurant. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. And we went to. Um, blue, I can't remember, blue ribbon sushi. But just before that, Matthew had uh, gotten me a massage at the standard. And I was like, oh. I've been having problems with my psoas. Mm-hmm. So he did like some psoas, deep stomach work. And then we were sitting there and we, I like, was like, oh, I'm starving. We ordered all this food. And so I was eating. I had like a few bites of this one thing and some other stuff. And then this huge thing of sushi came for me and Jeremy and I had to run to the bathroom and dry up. heave. I didn't throw up, but I like dry heaved, like full, like throat open. Why? I think from the massage. But did you then go back and eat the sushi? Uh uh-uh. uh. I came back and I was like, I can't do that. And then I thought I was going to throw up again, didn't. And then I decided to order burdock sushi and I ate that. Okay. It yeah. was the f- side of the fish. It was. It was the whole thing. Like my stomach, my whole body was sort of like. Yeah. Ugh. It was sort of, you know. Wow, I don't. Your name. I don't. Sometimes raw fish scares me. Oh, I love sushi. It's really it's it's a real it's a real fave. Um, and I was glad that I got to miss the cold storm. The Did co- you leave the cold your storm. apartment? Yeah, didn't I? Let me think about that. Yeah. I had stuff to do. I had to go to work, etc. You just left. You did. You did. You put on your snow pants. Your snow pants. You put on your snow pants I'm and your really ski mask, and you went right now. About just this what past weekend to me. <laughs> this past weekend, you what don't happened? remember. Let me think. You don't remember. Well, think. you do remember the two movies you saw. Mm. So you stayed in. 
I also saw If Beale Street Could Talk. How is that? It is one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. Didn't love it. It looks like, um, it looks like, um, like paintings, you know, like it's moves really slowly and like everybody's costumes are pristine and it's like all very stylish. Okay. And Regina King is good at acting. Uh Uh-huh. And the girl who plays the lead is bad at acting. <laughs> and um, that's, what I know. that's what I know about Beale Street. <laughs> yeah. So I saw those. I do feel I saw something else in a movie theater. I saw something else in a movie theater, which wasn't Beale Street, but which was... <gasps> did I tell you I saw Shoplifters? Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. I didn't want to see that. We talked about it last time. We really did. Was, she should be nominated for an Oscar. Let me tell you mm, what. The mom in that movie. Mm, mm, I need to see Glenn it. Close. Nominated for an Oscar. I'm excited for you to see. I'm not mad at her being nominated. She deserves all the things. I, I mean, wait, have you seen Damages? No. I'm not going to. Oh, Reed, it's so good. It's that. so good. Even in the first, oh my God, in the first episode, ladies and gentlemen, and other of those of you who've seen it, there's this amazing thing where she's talking to this guy and she's just like, Get out of the car. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, firing. I'm just like, get out of the car. Get out of the car. Get out of the car! Wow. And yeah. she does this thing that, you know, it's that kind of she, acting that is just, ah, uh, she, uh, she's, I love She Glenn. does a lot of, like, extreme feelings without any text. Like, she's a lot of face acting. Uh-huh. And, like, breathing. Sure. Crying. Christian uh-huh. Slater's in it. I love Christian Slater. He looks good. I like, love He went Christian through a Slater rough, a rough yeah. patch, yeah. but he bought some hair. Oh. And it suits him. Uh, I think Christian Slater's so sexy. I mean, ever since Heather's. He has a real, a real Halloween eyebrow. Yeah, you well, know? Jack Nicholson. Same. Did Jack Nicholson ever play Christian Slater's dad? No, I don't but think so. But why not? And they should have figured that out. Right? Do it I now. I have that question all the time. Do it now. Write that movie now. Wow. Fathers and Sons. Wow. Yeah. Yesterday was Victor Lozano's birthday, and then I saw someone else who looked kind of like him, and I thought... And you're like, happy birthday, Victor, and he turned around, and he's like, it's not me. No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What else do we have to say? Did you, did you, can I tell you about something I've eaten? Sure. Okay, let me think. (laughs) (laughs) Did I go to a good restaurant? (laughs) That is definitely one of my favorite (laughs) phrases of 2019. Did I go to a good restaurant? <laughs> yes. Oh, I know the story. Um, okay. So I've been walking past this restaurant in Crown Heights for five years uh-huh. called Gladys. Okay. Gla- that's, is that right? Okay. I don't know. And it's a, like, I guess, renowned, uh-huh. well-known, uh-huh. kind of soul foodie place, but very like, I, we went in hip, nice, smelled delicious. We got jerk chicken and these spicy shrimp and some spicy slaw, which was too spicy, uh-huh. I would say. Uh-huh. 
I like um, mm, a creamier coleslaw cabbage. Uh huh. Same. This was you like a Midwest coleslaw, not a like. But I like a fancy Midwest coleslaw, not like a spiced fermented. This was pickled uh-huh. and spicy. Yeah, yeah. Purple. Uh-huh. And so I, we were eating the food, and I was wearing this, which is my favorite new gray sweatshirt uh-huh. from um, Schwan. Merz Schwannen Company in Germany, oh. excellent sweatshirt. And I was like, the shrimps were literally in a bath of oil. red oil. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. thought to myself, I got to take my sweatshirt off. I should have. But I, uh-huh. instead I put napkins both on my lap and on my chest. <laughs> and So I, I was over my shoulders yeah. and around my arms, I was getting, down to my hands. Yeah, I was getting gloves. through these shrimps, which are the kind where you have to take mm. the head off, take uh-huh. the body, all the whole uh-huh. thing. I can't. And I was like being very careful because mm. I saw Kirsten squirt a shrimp. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And so I get almost to the very end. I'm on my last shrimp, uh-huh. number three. And it squirts <laughs> on the center of my gray sweat. <laughs> the center. <laughs> Huge, like literally out of a movie. Alien, yeah, alien. And so, uh, without a word, I just get up, walk to the bathroom, and I start like flooding water through it, Uh right? uh And then it's not working. The bathroom is literally red. The lights are red. (laughs) My stain was red. Okay, so uh, I go. I was like, we're gonna have to get out of here. We gotta go. So we like finish up the meal, pay the meal. I, my sweatshirt is not on my body anymore. We get back to the house. And I'm going to tell you a procedure that worked. Worked. Okay. So if you need any stain removal tips, here you go. And I've seen my mother do this. So this is what I did. Took a bowl. I turned it upside down. Round part up. I put it in the sweatshirt. So I was, the sweatshirt was, the stain was supported as if on top of a round pedestal. Got it. I took clean towels, put them under the stain. Uh-huh. Under. Yeah. And then I took another... Between the stain and the bowl. Between the stain and the bowl. Uh Then I took another towel, Uh and I took a little bowl with some soapy water, Uh and I first put laundry soap directly onto the stain to, like, start moving through it. Right. Then I took the soapy water, Uh and I pushed it through. Uh I pushed it Uh through the stain. (laughs) Uh Uh Soak, soak, soak. And I kept changing the napkins underneath the stain. Uh And as you would take them out, you could literally see the shape of the stain because it was moving into the dish towels. So you have to push the stain through your garment and into the towels underneath. And it worked. How many minutes did it take? Four. Ah, wow, you guys. And I would have said just like salt and soda water. Mm, I've never done that. Yeah. I remember being at a wedding with Hillary Clark and we were, Mm. wedding were we at? Anyhow. um, Her own? Anyhow, a stain happened and salt and tonic water and we were fine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was in the summer too, so we were just, you know, it was okay outside. You just like keep dancing, keep dancing. This was a nightmare, but it all worked out. out. Um, Broad City's back. uh, Thank God. Watch Broad City. Thank God. Yeah. Broad City's on. What did I watch recently? Oh, Sex Education. Did you I like it? Walked, I watched two episodes. Jillian Anderson's incredible. I love Jillian Anderson. And that's my hair. It's You know, my hair is going to be <laughs> the hair she has on that show. Please don't do that. Well, no, it's going to happen. It's just happening that it's going to be like that kind of white, don't you think? Well, hers is just bleach blonde. No, she has white hair. 
You think that's a thing she's died? Her, yes. her character? Oh. It's absolutely died. Oh. <gasps> I'm so sorry. The sound on my phone is on. It's from Every Town Alert. A U.S. House committee will consider H.R. 8, a bill to update background checks. That's so fun. Unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> Texts, tax and stuff. Um, how do I feel about it? I was like, I'm fine with it. I really preferred the end of the fucking world in this kind of genre of British what have you. My um, confusion around sex education is that for the first 20 minutes, I thought we were in the 80s until they started using And where do you think phones. it is? Where, what, what sort of beautiful idol? Rural just, England. The, the old country. It's so... <laughs> the, the old country. The old country. Yeah. It's so beautiful there. <laughs> it is. It, it really, really is. It really is. is. I mean, and they all go to that perfect school. And the thing that I kept thinking about is, aren't they worried about the asbestos in this bathroom? Why do they keep going to hang out there? I couldn't get when that, because it begins by the, the As, I mean, headmaster being like, don't go into the bathrooms, there's asbestos in there. Yeah. And then that's like their main hangout. And I kept thinking, they shouldn't be in there. I know, it's moldy. Uh, well, asbestos, you know, really freaked me out. Well, they're young and nihilistic. And yeah. Yeah. Having a good time. Just like us. Yeah, just, just like, like us. Young and nihilistic and having a good time. Good time. Um, yeah, I'm going to go try to get to Cunningham class. All right. And everyone's about to hear our interview with Andrea, Andrea Miller. Andrea Miller, hi. Hi. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Pronounce your first name. Andrea. Andrea. Uh-huh. I see. I knew it. Yeah, well, I, I said it right away. One of our and I knew one of our listeners, uh-huh. Andrea Salvatore from Center for Ballet and the Arts. Uh-huh. I called her Andrea for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> long time. Uh-huh. And I feel bad about it. And, and she never said. I maybe, but she's so polite. It took uh-huh. years with Caroline Cronson before one day she was finally like Caroline, and I was like, oh, yeah. What were you saying, <laughs> Carolyn? Oh, it really is <laughs> I N E. It's not like Y N. It's not Caroline. like, but Caroline. I'm yeah. very I N E. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, welcome. Hi. It is, it is ten a.m. Thank you for coming so early and before rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Before rehearsal today. Three yes. trains. Thank you for having. She took me. three trains. Yeah. I got my kids to school on time, Her which is really what the school is. Two, two kids. Two kids. How old are they? Three and five. And how is it in the morning? Mm, crazy town. It is. Yeah. What signs are they? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Well, when, when are they born? So my boy is September 9th. September 9th. He is a Libra. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and or a Virgo. Wait. Don't read too much into this. October, <laughs> October is Libra. September is maybe Virgo. Is Virgo. Yeah. Okay, Virgo. Okay. And my daughter is May 26th. Is May 26th. I, I think she's a Gemini. Gemini? Scary. Yeah. What does I it mean? I think she's a Gemini. Well, I love Geminis. I'm an Aquarius, so I... What sign are you? I think I might be. When are you... January 20th. 
January 20th, you're cuspy with Capricorn. I mean, this is going to drive me nuts. So I'm going to have to. Jack's looking it up. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to look it up. So you have to go into their room and like, like, what's that called when you do that? Wake them up? Yeah. Oh no, Uh they wake us up at 6 a.m. Shaking Andrea being like, what's that called? What's that called? Okay, your son is a Virgo. Early for vocabulary. May 22nd, Zodiac. I'm pretty sure Gemini. Is one of them an easier riser than the other? Yeah. I mean, Mateo will wake up at the crack of dawn no matter what. January what? 20. 20. That's January you. 20 is Zodiac. That's me. You're also an Aquarius. Oh, yay! I mean, bosses of our own lives. Yes. And really, you guys future, really are. future thinkers into oh. the utopia. Well, Aquarius is also known as the humanitarian misanthrope, meaning we like the idea of people. Yeah. I can so, see that. Yeah. <laughs> that laugh was gutter. Really like, really it, like, yeah. it was really deep, Andrea. That was that was pretty spot on. In the sediment that of my body, I was like, yes. Um, so you know, I met the one dancer of yours who I met first was Allison. Yeah. Um, and she was in the only piece that I saw, she was in Bloom, right? Was she in Bloom? Oh, no, that was um, Drew. Drew Jacoby. Oh, Drew Jacoby was yeah. in Bloom. What was Allison in? Um, quite a few things. But what was As the one? As a solo? At the, it was at um, BAM. Oh, Blush. Blush, blush sorry. Blush and Bloom. Sorry, blush, blush, and blush and Bloom, which was so beautiful. Oh, my. Wow. So That was a while ago. That, that was, was a like while 2012? ago. 2013. 2013. Wow. Wow, the two of you really thinking about that have both carved out paths in the New York dance world that are kind of like uncarved. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like you guys are following directly in the footsteps of anybody. Thank you. Yeah. Is that untrue? Well, that would also be an Aquarian trait of like, I have to, I have to somehow break the zeitgeist and, and do this thing that feels intuitively what I need to do. Definitely. And, and it feels new. Ask you like, well, like who are your, like, what are your, the model that you're trying to. Of course. Which was of... Graham. I mean, it was really, that was, <laughs> oh I loved okay. doing that look on your face. <laughs> Cause you just saw everything is imaginable. And you were like, what? I mean, Lloyd's part in that certainly is yeah. Graham, but yeah, 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 my, my training was Graham. I've seen all your dances, and that's an absurd answer. <laughs> that it's, I, well, I get Who that. Who are you modeling absurd. yourself after, Graham? Well, <laughs> I'm, not, well, I'm not modeling myself after Graham. I think people said, "Where did your you? Career? Where are you like coming from?" Well, I mean, but blood memory was so, oh, was man. so important to me when I I started learning Graham when I was 13. Yeah, and then my teacher gave me blood memory, and reading that book was like, wow. I mean, it's it's like a, it's almost biblical the way she writes about being an artist. And I mean, it's so imbued with this kind of Joseph Campbell, like, you know, polyglot of spirituality and being an artist. And who are the people that you would say if people asked that question of you, like, how would you shape that answer? Mm, Like aspirationally or like more, Realistically, I think well, aspiration. Well, let's do aspiration since you're an Aquarius. What's reality? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that you're gonna have to edit this pause because it's gonna take a long pause. Okay, a long pause. 
Think, think, think. Mm. I mean, like the the someone that I would sort of model myself after. I think maybe like this doesn't make any sense too, but I would say Meredith Monk. Great, oh, wonderful. Yeah. But I but there is a quality to. I mean, I do feel a sense of. Um, Wow, I can't believe that it's obviously 10 a.m. I was going to say, like, prickly physicality. Not meaning it's prickly, but that there's this real, like, tactileness of the body. That it it has a sense of... It's it's the way in which it's... I don't feel like um, choreography is using you, but you are using it as a vessel for the channeling. Yeah. And I feel like... Meredith, Meredith, <laughs> Meredith, Caroline, Carolyn, Meredith, uh, Andrea. Um, it's there's a a similar vein of. Did you ever see Dina Emerson in her work? She was someone who had been in Meredith's work for a long time, and I worked with her for a little bit, and then she got cast in the O show in Las Vegas, and was like, "Bye." Okay, but yeah. I remember seeing these pieces and like. 1999 mm-hmm. 2000 I'm old I Andrea will you describe this like this Thank like you. path you car- have carved since like when you were a young dance person yeah or just a young person because I know you're not just a dance person describe my path yeah what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to you <laughs> what happened to you <laughs> how did this happen That's Andrea <laughs> I know I know really well it does feel that way at dance where you're like oh my god that healthcare bill and that's what we were talking about just before we started ladies and gentlemen there was our healthcare bills and then being like you're not covered for this yeah. uh huh yeah. yeah um well, I started really early in dance at three. I mean, I don't know if that's really. Early. I think that's when yeah. Where yeah. were you? I was in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh my god! I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. That's intense. I know, right? What funny buns? There. I know several dancers from there. You do? Yeah. Well, there's a big dance community because there's lots of kids. The Fairchilds. Oh yeah. Jessica Tom. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Keep yeah. going. There's there's lots of lots and lots of kids, and so there's um, a big lots of dance opportunities but I was in Virginia Tanner School which is turns out to be like one of the pioneers of uh, children's education uh, in dance of like really building out a, a very beautiful and intentional sort of uh, pedagogy around it not just like kind of training you know wow. like just throw music on and mm-hmm. it was really really uh, and she comes from Doris Humphrey sort okay. of background and so I was tra- I was there and it was it was all like let's make a story and let's let's choreograph to this story like a like a written story and let's make the costumes and let's do the set design mm. fun. and yeah yeah and then let's make the music and so it was be it was like really creative it's actually kind of how Jack and I started dancing but we were old okay. right <laughs> we were in high school <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I guess I bring it up because my experience of movement from the beginning was kind of a creative practice and yeah. not a like a train like a training technique right. or something like that until much later. Well, then I moved to Connecticut and studied in um, Humphrey Weidman with Ernestine Sodell, who's written beautifully about Martha Graham, um, and uh, that was you know she was eighty years old between she danced with with Doris and she danced in wow. Jose's first company and it was just me and two other girls in the studio who were twins. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the three How of us with Ernestine. Point? 
from nine until eighteen. You were having like a real modern dance experience. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I, if I wanted to take a ballet class, I had to lie to Ernestine and tell her I was going to the dentist, you know, or so something. So many dental appointments. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, many, yeah. So many. Yeah. So many. <laughs> Your teeth look beautiful. I, had I know exactly. <laughs> do you have braces? I did. Oh, so did I. Yeah. Oof. Painful. The similarities go on. <laughs> so, and then yeah. you were with her. And then I went to Juilliard. And in Juilliard, yeah. I, like, caught up with, like, dance as a living art form. Mm-hmm. Um, because, really, until then, I kind of had exclusively danced work from before the fifth, from the fifth, like, the t- 20s to the 50s. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Did you go and see a lot of dance while you were at Juilliard? I, I did not. <laughs> but you were seeing you, it at it's school. It's like a bubble there. You yeah. can barely, yeah. But at school, like what kind of things did you dance? Well, while that's when Ohad came to mm-hmm. set work, and Yuri came, and uh, Yuri Killian and um, um, Merz didn't come personally. But we did a lot of work that I had in, you know, ex- I had on my body. I knew about it, but I, you know, right. and so it really changed everything for me. And then I, I went to dance with Ensemble Batsheva after graduating. And how long were you there? I was there for two years. Okay. Yeah. And it was it was like a great experience for seeing how a company functions and mm-hmm. how a choreographer behaves and a, like a, seeing a living choreographer. Right. Um, and it sort of like really made me want to choreograph even more, I think. Um so I came back to, to do that. Had you York. made, and well, at Juilliard you make pieces. I've made pieces at Juilliard. Yeah. But I mean, no, when no, you were a student you were there. Student. Oh, when I was, yes. Oh, definitely. you had comp with, um, I'm trying to remember her name. Liz, Miss Keen. Miss Keen. Uh-huh. Miss Keen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I met her. Golden Nugget. Um, and, but, and were the, but had you, but you'd kind of been making pieces earlier though as well. Clear, yeah. If you're with these. Oh yeah, I I I thought I wanted to be Doris Humphrey since I was like eleven. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. You wanted to be Doris Humphrey eleven, and thirteen I wanted to be Martha Graham. Yeah. <laughs> modern. Yeah, very yeah, modern. Yeah, yeah. We might have crossed over at Graham. I was there in ninety seven to ninety nine. In the company or no, what? Okay, no, I don't know. At this school, <laughs> at this no, school. I was never in the company. No, I might have crossed over. Did you go in the summers? No. Okay. I was there during the year. I did summers. Cause, because then in the summers I would be hopefully out of town. Yeah. 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 Being paid. Being paid. Yeah. Being paid. Acting gigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. So, and then when you came back to New York, how yeah. did you get it together? <laughs> uh, I didn't. How are you, you know, still yeah, getting, getting clearly? Because it's not. This should have been a video podcast so that we yeah. could not talk. You see the gestures we've been doing while we've been talking to each other. You <laughs> shake, you're shaking Andrea. Andrea's hands jammed Nobody into her pockets, me doing full, full, like, witch claw hands over the table. It's I'm holding myself back because I have a lot, to, a lot to bring, but I'm just trying. Don't hold back. Don't, go, go, go. Yes, just open, 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 shake the arms. They can and feel it. The listeners know. They yeah, the listeners something's know. happening with yeah, her. Yeah, arms. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you hear my crush velvet? Yeah, my crush velvet. <laughs> really, good. like so evocative. Okay, go on. You're back in New York now. This very exhausting place, but you're young and you can handle it. Yeah, ish, ish. I'm still ishing it. <laughs> um, 
I I don't know. I think that the a big part of why it all kind of came together was that I found a dancer. Like I was um, I was in a Doug Verone workshop and I saw this dancer and I watched her the whole week during the workshop and I kind of fell in love with her and. Try. Who? No, it's a friend, Romo, Francesca Romo. Oh. And at the end of the week, I was like, are you like a famous dancer in Europe or are you around <laughs> here at all? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not doing anything. And so then I asked her if she would meet, be in the studio with me. And I, I think that I just choreographed for her to start, mm. you know, like just wanted to be with her and wanted to explore movement and and so she was a muse and a friend and and it started there and then we invited more people to join us and but I feel like I built like a company around wanting to choreograph on her I think that's good yeah yeah and then during that time did you start like applying for like did you do the whole grant track and all of that and grants and marketing yeah Studio rental yeah. subsidy application, like the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. the whole thing. It did was you a twenty four hour job? Did you have people helping you? You were just doing it. Not for the first. Oh, Fran. Few years, Fran was helping. I mean, Fran. I mean, her real her her major role was wow, as sorry. a dancer. She's like your twin. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, this woman looks exactly like her and I remember they would take Svee's class and I'd be like they're twins I knew I just like they're twins this is for years that's really wow, I saw a flashback this was like 12 years ago um it was weird you guys were twins yeah so then you could send Fran to go to like you know show up as you well people would often <laughs> say after performances like wow I loved your dancing and I was like thank you <laughs> oh my god doppelganger total doppelganger wow yeah. it was weird how did you meet Fran? In a Doug Verone workshop. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, that all just came back into my mind. Yeah. Like, that was a long time ago. That was. It was wow, wow, wow. 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So as you started building the company, what were those first few years like? Oh, my God. I mean, it was yeah. 24 hours. I felt like a work. Just right. constant. There was always just so much to try to stay above water. Did you do nonprofit? We did it pretty early on. We yeah. were with the field. Yeah. And, um, as if your fiscal sponsor, as my fiscal sponsor, but you didn't end up like going and getting like your nonprofit status in a 501. We did okay. eventually. 501 jeans, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Tariffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. I, my first thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tariffs. <laughs> really good. We got our tariffs. Uh-huh. Yeah. We did that. After is that. so much work. It was so much work. Yeah. Yeah. And then we applied for grants like crazy. Right. We, yeah. And then my mom, actually, who has a full-time job as a physician, kind of became the executive director at some point, which was interesting. Where is she? Um, She's in, uh, at Yale in New Haven. Great. Wow. Yeah. Just right in there. Just there, yeah. So she was helping me. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Moms are yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Jack's is dead. Mine's, but some, yeah. Mine's dead. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. It's fine. That's right. I deeply, I have a, a deep feeling for moms, as, you know, everyone does. Yeah. Thanks, Freud. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so she started helping with, like, 
for executive because you had to have an executive director? I we just named we just called her that. Right, right. Mom. We're just, right. It felt better than boss. Right. Um yeah, she was helping with um the grant writing, with um uh, um publicity, with uh figuring out the the payroll for the dancers. Yeah. I, I hired a company manager who I met at Jacob's Pill, who was an intern. She was like taking care of us while we were like inside out. And I was like, will you be my company manager? She was amazing. She was with us for three years. And then she went to go work at City Center. And actually last month I just hired her back to become our managing director. Wow. Like eight years later. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe What's seven years later. What's this person's name? Chelsea Goning. Chelsea Goning. Yeah. It's like Matt Groening, the Simpsons writer. Just, just like that. Exactly. Just, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> just like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's how my brain works. Yeah, good. Well, I'll never forget yeah. Chelsea Goning now. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chelsea, for all your yeah, love. work. She's amazing. So it feels like a family. And then how have the how have you felt the pieces have uh, like unveiled themselves oh for you? Gosh. I mean, there's so many. I feel you've made a lot of work so it's what has that process been like as well because when did you start make how old were you when you started making work in new york for the company it was yeah. 2007 2008 yeah <clears throat> yeah um i was 26 so going babies. through your and saturn ambitious. return yeah and what I was blush. at that time like how many dancers were you working with like six and that's how big is it now um it changes now okay so for a while for about six years it was six and it was the same six wow yeah which was amazing we were it was really like one of those beautiful periods where we did everything together and we you know we would show up like for a residency in an empty house that didn't even have like a pillow or a you know, like a plate and go to, and you, make it you know, work. Kmart and figure out how we're going to make it work right. every night and cook well, with each other. It becomes your family in yeah. that way when, you have, when you're able to have a company dynamic. Yeah. And company dynamics are so rare here, especially if yeah. you're a young maker. I mean, they don't really exist. Totally. I mean, I feel everyone coming out of Juilliard is like, I hope I get into sleep no more. You know, I mean, because it's... Because they need health insurance. Because... Well, yeah, a paycheck. Yeah, and, and hopefully, I don't know. Is there health insurance with Sleep No More? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, that, that does should sound like. Should we make like another an, Sleep No More together? I mean, yes. You just like. <laughs> we, we should, absolutely. Like a different. Yeah. Some, something else. Yeah. Yeah. But that I want to, it amazing. should change every four months. Should be mm-hmm. a new piece. Well, I feel like Andrea and I would have to do that. Because we would like oh, go yeah, back I, in and completely. keep tinkering and be like, you know what? It's just not that anymore. <laughs> you know what? It's just not that. Wow. Everything has to change. You like know me. Everything. Well, we know each other. Aquarius. Also, and I, it was like around 2000. Jack is your new friend. Yeah. Oh, oh, can you imagine? I'll, I'll be his siblings. <laughs> I'll, exactly. I'll be your friend. Yeah, I don't know, Andrea. I might need your help more. <laughs> quite frankly, <laughs> I did not do nonprofit, and I uh, oh. didn't do any. Nor have I ever had a company model because I've always been project based. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I feel like for you because like your work is just like revolves around you as a performer. Like it doesn't make sense. That's true. <laughs> 
It doesn't make Martha sense. Martha Graham. <laughs> and then that way, I would, I would say, now you get to kind of really link up with the Martha Graham part, which no, is that just... she was making work because no one was making work that she felt she fit inside of. Yeah. And but it, also she, so she had to make that work. She was also like, had a big interest in like the large group. And like, I don't think you do. I think you have more interest in like individuals. I would love to have a large group, but funding. <laughs> Funded. Fun, well, funding, you can't yeah. like have a company of, I mean, I love doing Rumble Ghost and that was a, a seven person. Huge. Cast. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> I'm about to make like a 12 person thing at Bard. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. And then hopefully move it down here somehow. But anyhow, yeah. um, so speak more about in terms of your artistic, the artistic The career. pieces and the works. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I feel like um, there's been a, a transition through every stage, which is right. part of like, I think is very intentional. I really am trying to see growth and change and difference from one work to the next. Um, and it's also followed a little bit like the journey of my body. You know, I think as a young maker, I just came from Bacheva and I had so much to just get out of my body and mm. to explode sort of mm -hmm. in in research and so I feel like my early works are just extremely physical and yeah just very exploratory in that in that area and I was dancing in them as well um <clears throat> I feel like at some point I started to to remove myself as a as a performer in the work, actually quite early on, I would say maybe three years in, um, because I just I I wasn't I wasn't comfortable first with the audience sort of using me as like a as like a the north of what the movement should be, right. and kind of looking at the movement in relationship to me, right. it felt like it was distracting to what I really wanted them to be, you know, watching or thinking about. And um, also, I just felt like my dancers were surpassing my abilities. Uh, and I felt like I should hand it over, you know. Well, also, you were the choreographer and the, the manager of the infrastructure. So tired. And those, I think those things are really hard uh, uh, task to teach people what that's going to be until you're in it. And the way that the funding structure here changed so much from who your teachers were at Juilliard to when you were a maker was, it is night and day. And it's different now than when you and I started. Mm -hmm. Like when you and I started making work, cause I made, I think the, my first full length piece in 2007, it was like, you could go to Dixon place and have a $5,000 commission to make whatever. Yeah. And absolutely. Enjoy Soho. Right. That's where I, I feel right. like I was Joy Soho. being supported. Yeah. And Dixon Place is still around. I don't know what their commissioning fees are like now, but I just, I feel like it's all, it's, it's just so different. Evaporated. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Continuing that. Continuing to. So I can also see where it's like uh, when you are the, the boss and the choreographer and having to manage this whole year, like fiscal year. Yeah. That's a lot. It was but what's, a lot. What's wild is that inside of this it. like difficult environment that's not very like conducive to having a traditional dance company, you've yeah. managed to do that incredible. in a way 
that people don't anymore. You have like a space. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Who has that? Yeah. Talk, oh yeah. What talk about the space and how that happened. Yeah. That's again, my mom. She's an amazing woman. Um, <laughs> she would sort of just like backpack Brooklyn on the weekends looking for churches and synagogues that had like large spaces, you know, that weren't being used. And, um, and she found a space. She found Cadman Church, which is not the church we were at. We had a six-month negotiation process with them, which kind of fell apart when they just were realizing that like liturgical dance wasn't part of our offerings. And we're like, we were very clear with it from the beginning about uh-huh. that, but somehow it became an issue. Uh-huh. And now Cadman is actually working with, um, has a dance company uh, there. I'm for some reason, can't not get it out of my face at this moment. But um, so they eventually turned around on that clearly, but it, it was fine um, because, um, I think where we are is, is better for us, for our, for our purposes now. And we found that through the, she went to the New York Historic Landmarks Conservancy. And there's a list of historic landmarks that are seeking partnerships within the arts. So look out for it. Wow. Yeah. We're getting hot tips. Hot tips. Wow. Because, see, the issue with, with historic landmarks is they can't really fundamentally change the shape of their their building so they can't make like a cool coffee shop to get people to come in or you know like it's a very that's limited and so in order to make it still thriving with people coming in they need to you know reinvent how they use the space so at the time there was a um the the reverend um there is super interested in theater and music and dance and he just loved the idea of having a dance company and he was like let's do it for sure, let's do it. So we slapped some Marley down, painted the walls, and now we're there. And we pay rent there. Yeah, and yeah. do they have service on Sunday? They have service on Sunday. Does the Marley have to come up? No, because their service they have a, we, it's a massive sanctuary. So the the Pratts and the Vanderbilts built this church as their um, summer like their it's like the Hamptons. Uh-huh. The Clinton, Clinton Hill was their Hamptons. Right. So they built this church um, as their summer church, and it was all t- it's all Tiffany stained glass windows. I have taken. I've been in it. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. I've checked that like with Lindsay Clark in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. 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 So it's a really, it's a special space. It's, and so, so the is church that, is in the service next door. So then that oh. section is just for you. Yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. For us and other artists, yeah. we have a school that comes in on Wednesdays and Saturdays. For, uh, it's a pre-professional school. When you space. do subsidize rehearsal and class space there. Yes, we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're working to make it like a, a more... Um, you know, active space for, for artists and students, which it's, it's been, it's been, you know, a challenge for many reasons. Like Sandy actually really, um, mm. hit us in, um, so we learned a lot about that. And then that someone tried to burn the church. So we were under Whoa. like a huge, um, smoke damage for a while. Whoa. Yeah. So we've been, I've been learning about what it is to have a space too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn Studios for Dance also has a church space in yeah. Brooklyn now, and they've been having some struggles, um, but I think it's going to be okay. But look them up and give them some money. They need help. Yeah. Were you, you were doing a, a 
plug for that was a, that was a huh okay that was a nice plea thing. yeah yeah because Brooklyn Studios for Dance is a good place. It is really good. Yeah. And do you know what's been happening there? They, so they had some agreement with the church, but then they kind of reneged on it and were like, you're going to have to give us as much money in, order to, secu- mm-hmm. okay. in order to secure the space that you're using. And so then they had to like suddenly raise like a big sum of money. So they've, I think they have essentially reached it, but I think they continue to need help. Oh, yeah. Got it. So, and then when did you move into that space? Six years ago. And then, and was that with your, and you had your company at that point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what were rehearsals like during that time? With your, did you guys rehearse every day? We do. We have the same schedule. What is it? From when we started 12 years ago. It's a 10 to 11, 15 class and 11.30 to 5 or 5.30 rehearsal. Monday through Friday. Is there a lunch? Lunch is one thirty to two fifteen. Great. Do yeah. people go out? Or they bring. They have a snack in their bag. Yeah, <laughs> we have cute coffee shops around, and but it's it's really been interesting to have <clears throat> such a like schedule that is yeah. that is reliable. That it, we go to the same space, and it's a, it's nice. it's really special. You can leave your sweatpants there. I, we have lockers. Oh. What yeah. a dream. Are there but showers? I, no, no. We're working on that. Oh, that's yeah. okay. I never liked showering at work. Yeah. I like to go home and shower. Yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. And we have this new programming. So this year we finally sort of found a, like a, a model that we're, that we're piloting. So we have happy hour, which is we uh, drink wine with a creative or an industry leader or you know, someone that we kind of want to sit and chat with. And I sit down on the couch and I interview them with wine. And it's sort of like an opportunity because I feel like there's so many people we meet on panels or, you know, you read their interviews, but you don't get to kind of have a personal, it's similar to this in many ways, a personal experience of their life. Mm-hmm. So um, Wendy Whalen has come and Larry Kegwin and uh, great people. So we have happy hour. We and have, is it just for your company or no? For it's for anybody in the community. And the wine is free. And you just sit and listen. <clears throat> yeah, and they ask questions too. That we have a Q and A part too. You talk into microphones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, actually, we don't use microphones yet. We you have just, them, but project. we haven't needed them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate a microphone. Well, we're hoping we can use a microphone one day so that there's lots of lots and lots of people, <laughs> or we can do that like thing where you like. Say the sentence like they did at Occupy. What Wall Street? Did you, remember? you know where you would like say the sentence? <laughs> the human, the human microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> Yeah, you guys should do it in um those things, megaphones. Megaphone. Is that, that what those are called? That would that be is a megaphone, that would be really. But you, I can see what you're holding in an imaginary way. Are those yeah. the old ones, which are just um <laughs> just cones? Like a cone. Yeah, the other cones. Yeah, like a yeah. dog, like uh-huh. that. A dog collar. That did make my voice louder. And it was just with my hands. Just with your hands. Just with my hands. Wow, too loud. (laughs) Too loud. Um, And what has touring been like? Touring was great for a long time. And then um, I landed the the company for a few years, kind of purposefully, but I don't know, maybe also just happened to... um, Because you were giving birth? Yeah, when I was having uh, kids... I traveled for the first few years and then I just got it, it got overwhelming. So we thankfully we got the Met residency last year, Incredible. which was amazing. And we spent the year um, really 
in New York. And, uh, but this, but we're starting to, to build up touring again for next season. Did you learn about the like weird behind the scenes spaces of the Met? Like the spooky underground? I saw spooky places. Was it cool? It was so cool. I and where there. did you rehearse at the Met? Uh, we rehearsed at the Temple of Dender mm. or in the fifth floor of Met Breuer. Because oh, cool. we took over the whole fifth floor. Mm-hmm. Which was, which was really so you fun. guys were mostly at Breuer and sometimes at the uptown location. Well, we opened this. We opened the residency with a performance at the Temple of Thunder. Mm-hmm. So that period was just always there, and then mm-hmm. the, we closed the season with um, with Matt Breuer, and we spent our time there. But we were rehearsing mostly at Galeem, to be fair. I like Breuer. I love. Yeah, I, I mean, love. I love Breuer. the restaurant downstairs. I could live there. It's great. It's one of I. My, it's maybe my favorite layout. It's such a comfortable museum. Of a museum. It makes so it much makes, sense. Yeah. I literally, I never know where I am at the Big Met. I never know where I am. And I don't know what's up and what's down. It's yeah. terrible. Just follow the penises. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, so many. <laughs> like, I feel like they put one at every sort of corner, like a like a statue. Mostly just Because <laughs> the penises <laughs> broke, broke off. off. Yeah, yeah it's mostly true. Just balls. <laughs> I, I was there this weekend and I was like, I will never understand where I am. Yeah, it's, it's but it, amazing. You know what's crazy? If you go on Google Maps, it has the entire museum layout uh, on Google Maps. Get out! Yeah. So you can just walk through the museum on Google Maps? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Just that have is- a coffee and sit on your couch and walk through the Met. Also, um, for those of you listeners who work at the Met Museum, I'm. when is the shaker section going to open back up? Okay, that's all. <laughs> Is that what you went this weekend to see? I, every time I'm there, I'm like, I'd like to see the shaker rooms. And I'm like, closed. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's been years. What is your obsession with the shaker rooms? Oh, so beautiful. They're incredible. Mm. The furniture, the walls, the woodwork, Is the pegs. Would you have liked to have been a... No. Okay. I like the I like shakers, but uh-huh. you know, the whole shtick was they didn't have sex. Ah. So, like, when they walked in the house, the men would go up one stairwell and the women would go up the other. I mean, it was founded by lesbians, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Yeah. And they were, like, they would, like, go up to their <laughs> things. And they were, like, very religious. So I don't think they were actually, like, you know, licking pussy or whatever. I think they were, like, <laughs> I think they were dancing it out. That was their thing. What was that? Wasn't there a shaker? Who did that last shaker? Yeah, well, the Wooster like, Group has a shaker. And also light. Martha Clark. Martha, Martha Clark. Clark. That, yeah. yeah, both of those, yeah. Stolen light. Something like Something that. Something like that, yeah. But yeah, the like shakers like did all, they made all those dances to like shake away the horny. Do you know what I mean? The mm. sin. Shake away the sin. Shake the shake sin out. Shake the sin. Shake away the sin. And they made those dances. They were amazing. They spent all, they put all their energy into like joint work, you know, like on chairs. <laughs> it's true they made the most incredible objects like beautiful things because that's what they did open up that shaker room I want to go with Reed the shakers died out because they made a law in America that you could no longer religious organizations could no longer adopt children which mm-hmm. was something that that's how they continued the shakers they would adopt they children they really never ever had sex they never had sex so they couldn't make more shakers how did they think of uh, that as a long-term adoption? Because I there's so many children. My theory is that the, I'm sure back then woman, as well, there were unwanted. I mean, people were able to see that there were children who needed homes. I mean, orphanages also, are a long fact check us, but I do believe a woman <laughs> founded the shakers and I'm 
I can't tell you this for certain, <laughs> this is but the, she must have been sexually abused. Our historian uh, of, the, of, yeah. the, of the hour. <laughs> Wait, this shaker history was really, was really... You're an, welcome. An, an, an you guys get into the shakers, like, they're amazing. An incredible off-road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. For your You're wisdom. Yeah. Thank you, namaste. Yeah. <laughs> well, just a really, gift to be simple. I really just, just want like, to be free. go out on a pier <laughs> and shake. Right yeah. now, um, simple gifts, Jack. Simple gifts, the simple gifts. Wait, when did you meet your husband? Oh, well, we're not married. Okay, when did you meet your partner? partner? Um, I met him, I think, 2011 at Fire Island. Okay. Is he a dancer? Yes. <laughs> no, he's not gay, and he's not a dancer. I mean, he is a dancer. He's a dancer more than he dances more than I do. Um, he's Colombian uh, from Cali, where like salsa is really like is the culture. What was he doing on Fire Island? Um, he got kidnapped by his gay friends uh-huh. who were visiting from Colombia uh-huh. and took him there uh-huh. um, to lose his anal virginity, is what they no. said. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> okay. so he went, and uh, I go, I go there. I was going there every summer to visit. Um, very close friends of mine who've since passed. I'm sorry. Yeah, I miss them so much. They're a couple who hosted me um, after uh, during one of the Fire Island Dance Festival um, uh, performances that we were in, and and they became like my godfathers. Um, so I was there visiting them in the summer. It was Fourth of July, and it was the uh, the invasion. Right. Yeah. And Marie doesn't know what the invasion is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let, I know what the invasion is, but I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you explain I've it, only watched He's been really focusting on the shakers. I'm really only for the shakers. So now, so. Oh, you want me to tell about the invasion? I want okay. you to okay. tell okay. it. It's, I think it yeah. makes, it'll, I've only been there explaining once for a day it's trip. on brand. You explaining it'll be more interesting. Okay, well, now, like, I'm probably going to fail miserably. Um, but I, from what I understand, there was, a there was kind of like a like a very quiet gay community at in Fire Island that was sort of like it was just like accepted but not accepted at the same time like it was known Mm -hmm. and then one of the community members dressed in drag and got really harassed and then the next year they came like on a boat from New York I this could be I could this be telling good. the story of the you shaker that was like abused by exactly. I mean I don't know yeah, if I'm no, telling no. it right but they came on a boat um in in on 4th of July all in drag and just like took over and started like dancing in the in the bar that you know everyone went to because there was like only one bar and and then it became like this annual thing and got bigger and bigger and bigger and now there's literally like thousands of I feel like it's thousands. It could be less. It's Fire Island. It's tiny, but it's massive. Of um, drag queens that come, or I don't know. It's all drag queens, but people in drag. Well, everyone just gets in. in like it's sort of if you're there drag. at that time, you get in drag. Do, do yeah. you've been there? I have never there? been there during an invasion, but oh. Jamie Devine has sent me photos of um, oh. him getting into drag for it. Matthew, I've my friends when they have been there at that time. I mean, crowds, parades stress me out, so I'm generally oh, not. Yeah. It's such a good one, though. If you're yeah. going to, like, this one is the boat, when they're getting off the boat, because everyone's, like, saying hi to the it's people. Uh, it's, it's like this. Wow. 
It's amazing. And then, and then it's just a ton of drag on the beach. Yeah. Fun. Like this oh, big like kind costumes. of parade. And they do a fashion show. So That's they, good. they do a walk over the pool. They make a they make a um what is it called? A catwalk? A catwalk. And people always fall inside. There must be many so pools on Fire Island, no? There's one but main this pool is the in sort the at in Cherry at the Grove. Dock. No. Not that in the one. pines. In the pines, okay. There might be in the Cherry Grove, but this is I only know about the pines one. Yeah, I don't know where that pool is, but this I is not seen. a fact based podcast. You can say whatever you <laughs> okay, want. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyhow, so at the invasion, <laughs> did the was invasion. he in drag? He was not in drag. He was going, he was actually on the boat going back to New York because he had an exam at Columbia University where he was studying. And um, he saw me dancing and he got off the boat. The boat. And said, I I want, he's like, I want to meet that girl. (gasps) So he went back to the host family or host people that he was uh, staying in, asked them if he could stay an extra night. And then he came over and talked to me. And they fell in love with him that, that moment. Oh, my God. That day. And I didn't see him for a week after because I like at the end of the night, I was like, ugh, no, I was wrong. You're not mm-hmm. fun. I don't know. I just changed my mind. And then for a week, I was thinking about him. And he found me on... So he, but he has a crazy memory. So he remembered my phone number. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he found me on online, and he sent me a a, a book of his poems. <gasps> mm-hmm. And then a week later, we had a date, and I told him I loved him. Whoa! And did he say I love you too? No. Oh. The next day. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I did. I did love him. I did. I knew it. And he can salsa dance? And he can salsa dance. That's good. What does he do? That's good. So he used to work at the UN in the environment program. Wow. Yeah. He's trained as a lawyer, but he's really was more like a political strategist. Is it, did it die? Oh, we just been hanging out. <laughs> Is it on? Okay. We did. Okay. okay, great. It's okay. Phew. You scared me. Wow. Yeah. Terror. This is wow. this is gold. What's happening here? You guys, if any of what we've said is not recorded, it's a loss for humanity. I do truly, so. truly, <laughs> the Library of Congress was going to have a dip, <laughs> a dip in an episode. This one, one of like the few. Uh, Can I just say? I always feel like really special when we get like likes on our Instagram from um, like organizations like the Jerome Robbins Dance Division mm-hmm. or the Center for Ballet and the Arts. Yeah, yeah. Really you like, would that. like that. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. Yeah. It feels crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like an institution. Yeah, I don't who know does it's it? True. Like, it just feels like um, it makes me um, it makes me nervous in a good way. Oh, okay. Yes, I like that. We have like to that. uphold the standards of this not fact based podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yes. Uh, so yeah, and he left the UN this year to start his own business, which is what he is creating the first sort of uh, company that is um, branding, recognizing, identifying uh, South American football as like a cultural phenomenon and um that's that, soccer yeah that's oh soccer sorry 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 soccer um and yeah so he's working on on that because um soccer is like primarily well it's experienced in a, like a massive way by south americans but it's sort of 
raised by by Europeans. So like the European um, cups and players and um, what I was going to say companies. What are they called? Teams. <laughs> dance companies. <laughs> the dance companies. Yeah. You know, they have all these dancers and it's like big there, but then, you know, yeah. like, no Europe, okay, yeah. the European dance companies. European dance companies. Get the attention. But it's I really Europe, being right. fed by South American talent and culture. Oh, and yeah. So he's, um, he's kind of trying to even the playing field. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's really exciting. He has passions. He, he does. I think he's going to do great. And where do you guys live? You don't give your address, and so I don't want anyone stalking you. But I live in 14F. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just down the hall. Um, no, I live on the Upper West Side. I live. What a commute to your space. I was really hoping you were going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm a five minute walk to my space. I live in no. the same apartment that I did in college at Juilliard. That's amazing. Wow. I have not moved. That's so smart. That's what, I mean, what else can you do these days in New York? Yeah. yeah. 17 years or something. I don't know. I've that's, never moved. That's, you can't. It's such now a you can't. weird. Did you just sublet when you went to Batsheva? Yeah. Yeah. And you just came back. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. That's great. So it's definitely like my home. Home. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to move to Brooklyn. And you used right. to live there with roommates, but now you live there with family, your family mm-hmm. that you made exactly. from your body. Yes. <laughs> well, and one that, you my know, body roommates. your partner. That's family too. Yeah. 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 Wow. They made yeah. two more bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Not shakers. And I have a stepdaughter, so it's three. Oh But my. she's in Slovenia, so we, we're... We don't How old is she? She's nine. Nine. Yeah. So many children. It's so much better when she's around. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's you would think it would be more chaos, but actually it's just more fun. The kid, the little ones love her. Love her. Of course. Yeah. Does she have long hair? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> That's the funny I we, I would like to just spend some time in your brain. <laughs> I'm very lucky. Well, I'm I, very lucky I that I get I'm, to be with Reed. I was imagining that I was the frequency. three or the five year old mm-hmm. and I was like, all I would want is for this beautiful nine year old to have long hair that I could brush. And yeah. braid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brush and braid. <laughs> That's what you would do. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. She does. Wow. Yeah. What a treat. Is, is there a piano in the house? Keyboard. Okay. <laughs> it's in New York. That <laughs> <laughs> works. Do you have a grander baby grand? <laughs> do your kids like dancing? They do. They do. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I'm seeing like early Barishnikovs in right. them, right. which I feel like I'm always looking for. Right. You like um, took their feet their really early on and like yeah. looked at them to see if they were going to be dance feet or not. Since they were born. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, I just want them to feel that they can follow their own interests. That's yeah. the best thing you can do, I think. Yeah. Are they going, when, where school are they going to? Um, they go to two different schools. Um, uh, my boys at Calhoun. I was going to ask if Get one was out. at Calhoun because what is that? It's this school on the Upper West Side that a friend of mine used to work at, and I just I remember hearing that there were these two boys. So there's these two boys, and they um, have decided they want to wear princess dresses, and they come, and their parents let. This is you know, I remember her telling me this story in 2005. Yeah. And she was like, these two boys would come in these princess dresses every day to school and like, wouldn't be teased. I was like, it's very progressive. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Wow. And what is it? Yeah. What is the eight grades levels? There's 
It's from... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't know where to add the S, so I just added it to every word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 better safe than sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good, Uh-huh. They go from pre-K through 12th. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he can stay there forever. Yeah. Is that going to happen? No, we're applying for public school this year. That's good. That's good. <laughs> public school is good. I went to PS41. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, we, we think it's a great, a great solution or an opportunity. It's just that when you're, when you're very little, there's not a lot of, there's actually almost no free. Now there is with free pre-K, mm. UPK. But when we were signing the kids up, there wasn't. There wasn't. There right. wasn't. So. And where's your other one? She's at IPS, the International Preschool, which has like a relationship with the UN. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Your kids are so cool. They are so cool. I know. Do they speak Spanish? They understand Spanish. Wow. They do you? I do. Of course. I'm, my mom is from Spain. What? Wow. This is so interesting. Oh, but idioma. I love when people do languages. <laughs> I can see. I can't do that. Yeah. I love languages. Wow. What other like do you speak other ones? Yeah, I speak French and oh. Hebrew and I understand Italian. Whoa. Yeah. How was they just they went to Serbia. The, no, no, no. Siberia. You Siberia. Siberia. I've been what? to Serbia. Yeah. Siberia. Your company in Siberia. How was that? An Aeroflot. The plane. I've been on Aeroflot is scary. I've flown through Moscow to get to Germany twice. <laughs> on Aeroflot. There's so like many holes, you know, like 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 they yeah. haven't changed the plane at all. Wow. Yeah. No, and the and the the staff is not, they're not friendly. Well, it's Russian. Yeah, I'm not to say that Russians aren't friendly, but it's a just different. It's a different you know, way. Like a different way. Oh, it happened. Good, go. good for you. Thanks. Yeah. I really had to pop that. Um, how was touring in Siberia? Siberia was crazy town. I was. We were on our walk here because Reed was. Um, his phone was playing like Bach, uh-huh. and it felt like Greenpoint had like a soundtrack. Because uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, just, oh, so as a way to combat people Bach. playing their music on the subway, you I pull your phone out and play Bach. I put on the Brandenburg Concertos uh-huh. on the subway. Uh-huh, yeah, it bothers me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, listen to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I read a cookbook. Yeah, uh-huh. loud and proud. <laughs> really good. So he was. I'm like, here. I'm classical. Get used to it. <laughs> and he was reminding me of when we were in siberia and they have on the sidewalk little speakers playing techno wow it's techno from the morning from the when you wake up techno at breakfast techno on the sidewalks we actually did a nature tour where they Uh had the speakers still Techno, techno in the morning, techno in the evening. Techno, 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 when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. And that does sound like a horrible plan. I can't believe I've lived this long without knowing that song. Bagel Bites. Bagel Bites. Yeah. I never had one, but I wanted one. But you wanted one. From the commercial. I never had one either. Um, okay. What? Just because oh God. I'm, I'm, because we're getting up to when you're going to have to go to rehearsal. Talk about your show that's about to premiere. Oh, thank <gasps> you. Can you can take the G train to rehearsal. Is yeah. that I was, true? I was thinking yeah. that. Incredible. You'll just, you'll yeah. just take the G. I'll yeah. take the G. So great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the piece, yeah, we're it's a it's a world premiere, and um, actually the title is one of um, my partner's uh, the title of his chapbook of poems, um, which is published. You can get it called "To Create a World." Chapbook. Chapbook. Chat. A chapbook is like a a grouping of poems that all sort of share like a common. I don't know, world theme. or theme. Okay. They're like supposed to be read as a collection. Oh, okay. I, <clears throat> my brain is bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's, I didn't know that word. That's a new word for me. Like bespoke. I didn't say that till recently. Bespoke. I say that now often. I love it. Whoa. Oh, gossamer is a new word that gossamer. I'm using. Gossamer. That's a good That's one. That's a good one. Yeah. Greg knows that one. I like um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Gregarious. Gregarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your show. My show. My show. My show. Oh my God. So the title of the piece is 10 a.m. interviews. I mean, read. We should start doing 8 a.m. interviews because I feel like it's almost like being drunk. It is like so intense. And then I really, I feel like at 3 p.m. today, Andrea, you're going to be like, I'm so tired. I'm going to die. Gonna be I am. I can't do this anymore. Everyone just move. Just keep moving. Run the piece yourself. God damn it, I'll see you at the joist later and you just storm back to the Upper West Side no. and put like an eye mask on your eyes no. and lay down. Yeah. You're not at the joist right now. I'm going to the joist next week. Okay. That's what we're talking about, Reed. I want to talk about the show but that's Camille premiering. Brown is in right now. I got confused. That's premiering. When, when this episode comes out, this will come oh. out on Friday and then Andrea's show is the next week. At that's the why joist. we're talking. Yes. yes. Well, lucky for you. I have Joyce Pass. So. <laughs> I can be there. Ten I will come here any morning. You guys want. And, like I'll just, just laugh in the corner while you're interviewing other That's people. Funny. This is too fun. I mean, okay. <laughs> you, if you'll allow me. What okay. is the title for the chapbook? Okay, the chapbook and my piece are called "To Create a World." To create a world, it's like not. It's a. It's a long title, which I I usually avoid. Um, but it's it, true. You've had like these one word titles, and then you were like, I'm, I like a long title. And I've I also seen like a short one. A much longer title. I have. Yeah, yeah. Reed really has. Okay, but that's so, good. To yeah. create a world. Uh-huh. To create a world. Um, I think. Well, the piece. So my 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 dad was hit by a car. Oh, no. Last summer, and. Um, and then, you know, a few summers earlier, my daughter was born. And so it was like in the, in the span of a few years, just experiencing these like definitive parts of our human experience mm-hmm. in such a personal way, really like, I it just feel like I changed as a human being, kind of becoming part of like a, the history of this, of this cycle and understanding like our our, our path that has happened and millennium. So, um, so I think that the piece in, in some ways is, is just covering not like all of life, but this, this, the shift that I had to make into be seeing, uh, seeing a new world <clears throat> with this information. And so, yeah, so it's, um, it's going to be, at the Joys, February twelfth through seventeen, there's seven dancers. One of our, our one of the lead dancers actually got injured quite late in the process, oh, which was a, which is a blow. And I'm, I'm I'm happy that it's an injury that at least she's not gonna you know that she can recover from that you know she'll come back. So that's the silver lining there. But it was it was so sad um, to lose her. 
Um, Did you replace her or just rework the piece? I, I replaced her, but I didn't replace her role. Right. Um, so that was an interesting process. And um, it's mostly, you know, it's, it's built in three sections and three parts. I have a composer who's brilliant, who's What's making their name? His, his name is Will Epstein. Mm-hmm. I like that you said there. We're very gender non-binary mm-hmm. on this podcast. <laughs> I like that. I feel like my it, gender can be qualified by the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So yeah, Will Epstein, he's like a jazz musician. But his sound is his work is more like soundscape work for this piece. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. And I don't know what else to say about it. Is there an, is there an intermission or does it flow through beginning to end? It's beginning to end. It's Thank a little you. less than an hour. Oh, it might be an hour. So I'm trying to get it to be an hour, but no, it no, keeps, don't. Do it keeps ticking at 55. So good. <laughs> okay. That's good. It's a great yeah. amount of time. 50 is good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we are. This is the first time that we're self presenting at the Joyce. It's uh, yeah. We usually are presented. And usually in the times that we've been in the church, the three other times. Um, so it's a big, big, big undertaking for my company and my staff and right. myself to figure out how to get 2,400 people. That's all the numbers. The of that's that's the numbers multiplication. Six. That is what that happens. Yeah. What happens. Because we all know <laughs> the choice is not Madison Square Garden. Well, um, and for, and there, and do our listeners know about Joyce Pass? Oh, sign up for Joyce Pass. Joyce Pass, you get $10 tickets. Yeah. To great seats. Right. You just have to be something. You have to be in the a dancer or something. You have to be in the field. In the field. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's how I got it. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. And there's quite a few tickets available um, for Joyce Pass. Oh, great. But you should try, usually if you want to get a Joyce Pass ticket, to try and do it early. Because oh. they there is a limited number, okay. So they can t- get taken. Okay, right. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to see Camille Brown this Friday, and then mm-hmm. I'll also get my Galim dance ticket. Yes, please do. Did I, I say it right? Uh huh. You said it right. Galim means waves in Hebrew. Oh, Jack just said waves. He did the ocean. say the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> or it just was really communing with the moment. Myself. <laughs> 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 um. Well, that's so exciting, Andrea. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I'm in my element right now, like really yeah. enjoying making work and actually kind of sad for it to end. Just Don't think about that. <laughs> it, it isn't even here yet. I mean, it'll yeah. happen. There'll be another one. I hope so. But you like this one. I like being in the trenches of choreographing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, in the, the two weeks leading up to the show or when it's sort of the... Like there's that hand gesture again I did at the beginning, just claw our hands <laughs> yes, up yes. into the sky is when it really, yeah. it's when it, you have to be completely on fire right? in order for it to all happen. And that, that experience is such a peak experience. And when dealing with issues such as, um, did your father pass or? Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, he, he was he killed immediately. Oh, thank God though. I mean, it would have been. Andrea, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's really, both of my parents are dead, and a friend of mine said at that, my mother died first, and it was a really, it was a lot. It was really a gruesome death, and 
uh, a friend of mine said, it's like having a piece of the sky taken away. Yeah. And there is this, the way it, it also brings near your own mortality. Totally. And that you are in that experience uh, around a parent. That is, it's so much. And in that way, I, I'm so sorry. I mean, chaos. You know what's interesting is, is that I feel like I understand a pain that I didn't know before. Yeah. And that when you meet someone who's lost a parent, it's like you can share as an under like an understanding of course that everyone's pain is different and experience is different but it does feel like you've um i don't know you've become part of a community the loss of parents is i mean there's so much there's this really great book um called the new black which is on mourning and melancholia which it, it unpacks some of uh what freud was talking about in terms of that and um it's uh, what was I found really interesting in that book is that the author talks about, I can't remember the author's name right now, but um, he talks about how uh, as a society, we don't, de- we don't have a way to deal with mourning well. No. Uh, that actually as a society, we've now talk way more about sex than we're able to oh, talk about death. Completely. And... Um, and he kind of unpacks where that happened after World War One and how many people died at that time. And just this sort of like too overwhelming as we then moved into uh, the modern era. And um, so it's, I, I, um, I feel for you deeply on that. And I think the power of art is that we get to um, share and help dispel loneliness completely and that kind of isolation that we can feel in those times of extreme grief that outlet that was of one art of the, that was one of the things that struck me most from your show you know how um i don't know how healing it felt as an audience member to feel your embrace and your 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 care and um it was just really, really special. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so Thank much. You Thank you, Andrea. Well, and that show was made after my father died. I mean, my mother had died, and then yeah. after my father died is when I started working on Everything is Imaginable and also the election. So it was, it was this sense of full collapse of parents gone and also living in a, a country that seemed nowhere apparent. Um existing that there's that the everything had just been sent into chaos yeah but inside of that that darkness there is uh, a lot to be made from yeah it's funny i think that there's similar pursuits i guess from in to create a world or like at least from where i was coming from as a choreographer well, when as try to solve well, as a choreographer, when we're making work and we have to, we have this vision, then we set it on people, and this thing happens, and there's supposed to be some through line. Right. And when your through line is removed, right? When you, as a human being, have no idea where you're standing, and that there's no ground, that actually is more truthful, because there isn't any stability. Yeah. That doesn't exist. That's the, that's what that's what exists. Right. Is this is instability. Movement. So now how do you make from that? And I think 
that's a really exciting place to make from. I think so too. It's a scary place to accept, yeah. but once you do, it's like, I think you're in, you're in a better position to kind of, yeah, you know, thrive in, in, in that constant change and, and movement. Andrea, I'm yes. so excited for your Well, now our, you absolutely you must go see the dance. Yes. I mean, I, I hope it can live up to some of the things <laughs> I've said, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting process. I think the piece needs to have a continued life. It's, it's looking, you know, it's the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it'll, it'll keep growing even after this week. Well, it'll change, of course, when, you know, I mean, something that's always saddened me about dance is unlike theater, it doesn't have previews. Yeah. So, you know, it's the first theater, time I'll see it. Right. When everyone else sees it. Right. Right. I'll be like, oh. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that's right. what this is. Right. Okay. Right. Right. And we have like three hours of tech. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. It's, that's, we love it. We love it. But the energy and the, the spirit will, is what drives it. Yeah. yeah. That is what drives it. And <sighs> it will come through. And I'm so excited yeah. for it. Thank, thank you for you. coming, Thank Andrea. you so much for having me. This I'm so excited so to get nice. to know you better. I had so yes, much fun. Yeah. This was super yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Well, we love you. We love you. We love We love you, listeners. All right. Yay. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.